Hey, everybody. It's Believe Sports Business, Sports Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. I'm Fred. Hopefully, we'll be talking to uh, Art Source, uh, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans uh, back east in uh, Pennsylvania. Maybe the weather has him under the weather. So much to talk about. We'd love your emails at uh, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And certainly here in Southern California and maybe around the sports world, the big story happened Wednesday. And we're taping this Thursday at about uh, 3.55 Pacific uh, Daylight Time. But uh, the big story happened Wednesday. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, first start, uh, he got the fifth slot in the Dodger rotation, uh, 21 up and 21 down against Minnesota on Wednesday. At that point, Dave Roberts pulled him out. And, uh, of course, uh, the Twins got the one hit in the eighth inning, and the Dodgers win 7 to nothing. Now, Based on what I've read in the newspapers, in USA Today, on the web, and everywhere else, about 50-50. Half the people think, half the sports fans think that uh, Dave Roberts did right. About half thought that uh, Dave Roberts uh, should have let him go in until he gave up the hit. And I'm not necessarily a big Dave Roberts fan. I think uh, he may have cost the Dodgers in the playoffs last year. But in this case, I'm going to stand with the manager. Here's a guy in Kershaw over the last five, six years, had every possible arm injury, back injury, and whatever. Uh, remember what happened uh, in the playoffs last year? They had to pull him. Okay. Then we have the uh, lockout, so we have the short spring. So he doesn't really get enough innings on the sidelines or in spring training to go much past the 80 pitches that he threw on Wednesday, in my opinion. Now, there's a reason he's in the fifth slot. That's the reason. In that uh, Dave, uh, the management and Robert didn't think that he was prepared to go further than that. I didn't think they'd give him 80 pitches. I thought he'd probably go 60, 50 or 60. So he's gone 80. And again, 23 perfect games in the history of the game. So that's a tremendous thing to get done. It would be fantastic for Dodger sports fans, Dodger fans anywhere. I'm not questioning that. But what I'm saying is, and even Kershaw said that in, in the post game, he said, yeah, the most important thing is the World Series. You know, they've only had one since 88, and that's the short season, the 60-game season. I don't even count that. So I believe Dave Roberts did the right thing. What do you think? sportsfred at aol.com sportsfred at aol.com love to hear your thoughts on the cover of usa today uh, sports weekly it says uh, super shots astros are unstoppable la is iffy and other early overreactions yeah that's uh, unbelievable um they were people are judging things on four games and or four or five games, or three, four or five games. Dodgers certainly did not hit last weekend against Colorado. And then on Wednesday, what happens? Back-to-back-to-back uh, to back to back home runs. You can argue about a lot of things about the Dodgers, but you can't argue that they can hit. They've got four former MVPs in their normal lineup. Now, I'm not sure... I haven't looked it up, but I'd be willing to bet not more than one if any other team in the history of baseball has ever had four 
MVPs in the same lineup, and it's the everyday lineup. You have Freddie Freeman coming over from Atlanta. You got Betts who got it uh, in Boston. You got uh, Turner who got it, and 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 you've got uh, Bellinger who got it with the Dodgers. By the way, Bellinger hit a home run. So, <laughs> so anything is going again. If he hits 200, he still has to be in that lineup because of the fact, because of the fact that um, uh, he's he's a great defensive center fielder. And if he ever has to play first base, he's a great uh, defensive first baseman. So even if he's hitting 200, you got to play him most of the time. And he also has the capability of going for power. So the bottom line, of course, is uh, I think Roberts there is doing the right thing also. I, I don't know what he's going to hit. At 165 last year, uh, I put the over at, uh, over under a 222. I don't know if we had over or under, really. It's just, I mean, but he seems like a nice guy. I've never met him. Only interviewed him once. He seems like a genuine nice guy. Of course, his uh, dad played a little bit in the major league, Clay Bellinger. Um, the interesting thing, too, you know, Jock Peterson, if you're going 215 when he comes over, when he comes to the majors, he's thought of as a fine center fielder. Well, if he were still with the Dodgers, he'd be the fifth or sixth center fielder. And now with the Giants, all I ask the Giants, don't put him at first base. That could be embarrassing. Um all right, let's talk about the, the Giants and the Padres for a little bit right here on Believe Sports, Biz Sports Media. Also heard on Pod Clips. Um, the Giants up big in San Diego on Tuesday. Or was it Monday? One of the two nights. They're up by nine runs in the second inning. And uh, they steal a base. And later on in the sixth inning, they're still up by nine. They bunt. And people go nuts. Padres go nuts. No. Um don't think that's right. I, I, unwritten, unwritten laws in baseball say if you got a big lead, you don't pour it on. Except that uh, certainly in the second inning, you've got no argument. Anything can happen. Obviously, uh, with the DH, you're going to have more runs scored in every single game in the National League on the average. So I think you got to go for that. And uh, in the sixth inning, uh, if you want to punch, you bunt. I, it, it doesn't bother me. Uh, it's the middle innings, you know. One through three, three, four, five, six, and seven, eight, nine. Maybe you don't in the eighth inning. Maybe you don't in the ninth. And maybe you do. I don't know. All I can tell you is that uh, Padres went nuts. They're screaming at each other, this and that. Uh, this coach said this. This coach said that. And uh, Fred doesn't uh, think that these unwritten, these so-called unwritten laws in baseball uh, mean a whole lot. Anymore, anyways. Anyways, you can email us, sportsfredadale.com, sportsfredadale.com, right here on uh, Believe Sports, Business Sports Media, also heard on Pod Clips. Um, so much to talk about in the wonderful and wacky world of sports. Uh, read an article about Atani of the Angels. And if you think about it, this is true. Um, the article basically said, you know, in Little League and Pony League, there's always one guy that stands out. And maybe he's the best pitcher on your team, and he's the best uh, uh, hitter on your team. But um, as they go up, though, you're probably just playing. You're either pitching or you're playing a position. Now with Otani, are we going to see more and more of these two-position type athletes? I think that's very possible. Uh, Otani is like one in 100 years. In fact, you know, if you take a look at Babe Ruth, Yes, he, he pitched for Boston, no question, he pitched well. But when he came over to the Yankees, he pitched very seldom. 
He didn't want to pitch. He wanted to hit. In Otani's case, he wants to do both. He's had injuries, but last year, the 46 home runs, I don't know if he's going to match that this year in 2022, but uh, he's certainly fun to watch. That's all I can tell you. And speaking of the Dodgers again, how often have they started opening day for them, home home opening day, on a night game? Most of the time, it's a day game, no? Now, so, I guess once in a while with ESPN televising it, they started earlier than the 7 o'clock start time, but uh, most of them have been day games. I think that's supposed to be the point that it's opening day and um, make it really special. And, of course, tomorrow, Friday, again, we're taping this almost 4 o'clock Pacific Daylight Time uh, on Thursday right here, Believe Sports Business Sports Media, uh, Jackie Robinson Day, number 42, and uh, Rachel Robinson will be there. The negative, of course, the Dodgers, again, have raised uh, parking prices. Even if you buy parking in advance, what do you think parking costs at Dodger Stadium? When I was doing Dodger Talk uh, in the 80s, I think it was 5 bucks. Now it's 25 even if you call in advance, which means it's really 30 or 35 at the park at Dodger Stadium. You can you know, uh, go to Union Station and find a way up. But a lot of people aren't going to do that, can't do that. If you're over 50 or something, you're probably not going to do that. You're going to make it as easy for yourself as you can. And 25 or 30 bucks for parking, to me, is a joke. Average p- ticket price now at Dodger Stadium, 115 bucks. Another joke. The Guggenheims are trying to get richer. And again, they're paying the $40 million to uh, Trevor Bauer. And of course, uh, he's useless and worthless, and he was going in. Why'd they sign him in the first place? Fred says... I don't know. I wouldn't have signed him. Have you read his stuff throughout the years, even before this woman made the allegation? The comments he would make on the, on the Internet? The man's a lunatic. And you sign him? You think all of a sudden, because he comes back to L.A., because he played at UCLA, he's going to come down and be a non-lunatic? I don't think that's the case. Okay, um, still in baseball, this uh, tech uh, deal with the catcher now punching buttons getting the, the, the pitch call to the pitcher and to three other players on the team. Now, all I can tell you is this. I have friends who have beaten the streaming system since it started. Uh, They've never paid a nickel for any streaming service, and they get everything on the streaming service. Okay? What I'm saying is everything is hackable. So <laughs> I, I would just go back to... Uh, uh, Block the the catcher's, you know, fingers as much as you can if you're the catcher. Don't let the, go to center field. Don't let them be seen by a camera in center field. Obviously, the Astros did what they did, and other teams have done what they've done. But the point is, you know this is going to be hacked. The only question is when. We might find out uh, tonight's game somebody's hacking the catcher's signals. Somebody scores 10 runs. Uh... Somebody's going to accuse somebody else of hacking. You know that, and I know that. Right? Wrong? What do you think? Email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. So much to talk about. Uh, you could email us, uh, again, at sportsfred at AOL.com. Uh, Clippers against the Pelicans on uh, Friday. The loser's out of the playoffs. The winner continues. I don't know. Do you, do you like 10 teams having a chance 
in the playoffs with this new uh, play-in situation system, second year now. I can understand it, I guess, under the COVID, but now that uh, people are back and everything else, you're playing a full schedule. Should 10 of the uh, 15 teams in each conference uh, have a chance for the playoffs? You tell me. Does it not make the 82-game regular season a bit worthless? I don't know. I think so. Um, Will the Clippers win? Not sure of that. Pelicans, uh, McCollum certainly looked solid at 27 points in the first half as the Pelicans win on Wednesday. And the other story is Ingram is now healthy. He played well on Wednesday night. And obviously, having played with the Lakers, he knows the people in L.A. are going to be looking at him. I think this is a game that Ingram could have a big night. That's uh, tomorrow night. I really do. Um, I don't know. And what about San Antonio? Is this, is this it for Popovich? I don't know. Three consecutive years. They don't make the playoffs after, what, 20 years of continuous, uh, continuously making the playoffs? Is he going to uh, retire? I don't know. Some people say yes. Some people say no. Okay, we can discuss that. And uh, one final thing. UCLA. Peyton Watson, he averaged three points a game, but he knows he's going to be drafted because he announced that he's leaving school early for the NBA. I think he's a talented kid. Mick Cronin played him a total of three minutes. Actually, I think three and a half minutes in the uh, loss to North Carolina. When Kaleeb Love was going crazy from the outside and with Watson being the best defensive guy on UCLA. So maybe he's leaving because he wanted more playing time, and maybe he's leaving also because he wants to make the bigger bucks now. But I know that not playing him in a game like that against North Carolina had to get Peyton and his family very, very most upset. So anyway, he's leaving. Who else is going to leave? Kyman's going to Wyoming. And uh, Mick Cronin got, a, what, a four-year extension? Is that reasonable in your mind? You think he's a good coach? I certainly don't. I think he's very, very average and very, very lucky to have this job. And the worst thing he does is scream at his players if they make a mistake. Well, they should be screaming at him for the loss to North Carolina. The Bruins could go nine deep. I'm not counting Kyman. Nine deep. They didn't play Singleton, and they played the two uh, uh, defensive guys, uh, Clark, and Watson, a total of eight minutes. They would have beaten North Carolina if they had played everybody. You've got guys playing 38 minutes for UCLA when you don't need to do that because of your depth. That's what it means. You've got more players who can play. Oh, boy. All right, so uh, big week in sports. Big story again. Clayton Kershaw, would you have allowed him to continue? If he gets hurt, same people that say that Robert should have... Uh, let him go on, are going to be screaming at Roberts for letting him go on. And I am not a big Dave Roberts fan. I never have been, and certainly in the playoffs last year, he made mistakes, which cost, I think, the team against uh, the Braves. That's just my opinion. Mario, thank you very, very much. Sorry Art didn't join us today right here in Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Uh, hope you email us at sportsfred at AOL.com and see you around the corner in about 168 hours from right now Believe Sports Business Sports Media, also heard on Pod Clips. Bye, everybody.